So I'm very excited to welcome with us a 27 years high school teacher. He is really hilarious. I think you're really gonna enjoy this. I'm very excited to welcome the very charismatic and funny Mark. Welcome, oh, Mark. Oh, thank you very much, Liam. I'm excited to be here. I'm happy to help you out. This is gonna be great. I, uh, mm -hmm. I love this, yeah. Perfect. I taught, I taught for 27 years. Um, I taught English mostly. Um, you know, analytical reading and writing, which was a college prep class. And I used to tell my students all the time, life is totally ironic. I shouldn't have been an English teacher. I shouldn't have been a teacher at all. They go, why? And I said, well, I said, you're looking at somebody that got kicked out of two high schools. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Let's hear that. Graduate. Graduate. Okay. Okay. So I got kicked out of Tustin High after like the first month of my sophomore year. You can anonymize. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I got kicked out of the first one. I got kicked out of the first one. Anonymous in my mind. No, I didn't say Tustin High, so ignore that. Um, <laughs> So I got I don't kicked. Know how to edit oh, okay. oh, great! So I got kicked. <laughs> oh, you're retired. Okay, you're retired. So yeah, so, so, to him. Okay. okay. So, so I. He's, he's it's okay. So hell, I don't have anything. So what are they gonna right, get? Right. Um, so I got kicked out for basically. Well, back then, back then, the assistant principal told my mom that I was a belligerent little bastard and wouldn't be surprised if I was in jail or dead by the time I was 21. Wow. You know, that and then. Not fly today. No, oh, no, 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 no. no. And then the second, the second school I got kicked out of, I got kicked out of, I got kicked out after a week. When I was a freshman, what did I do to get kicked out then? Pretty much whatever I wanted. So what did you do? I just, you know, screwed around, didn't go to class, sold drugs, you know, okay. typical, typical Southern California life. Wow, okay. Um, see, the funny thing was, is I wasn't a bad student. And when I went to class, I actually did really well, but it's just, mm -hmm. I didn't like being, and that's why I say it's ironic. I get kicked out of two high schools. I graduate, school. I graduate from continuation school. I have three older sisters and an older brother. I'm the only one that has not only a college degree. Well, my, one of my other sisters does. But I have my master's. So I just tell kids, hey, man, always aim high. Seriously, aim high. You know? Kids look at me, oh, B, you know, man, can I wish you were my dad. No, you don't. I, you know <laughs> that? Your dad? Yeah, I have a matter of fact. Yes, my daughter's 24, graduated from UCLA. Go Bruins. Nice. So do you feel like being a high school teacher has helped you become a better father? It, 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 helped, me, it helped me better understand the crap she was going through when she was a teenager. And hell, she's a whole nother set of funny stories. But now look at kids. No, no, man, you don't, you don't want me to be your dad. Why? You know that shit you pull? No. I'll slap that right at me. Because, you know. Not, not, not that he was really a great person, but the cool Bill Cosby, man, I brought you into this world, and by God, I can take you out of it. You know? I like this. This is cool. So um, were you like a class clown type of person? Or yeah. Did you, like, yeah. you show up? So when what, I, what was like the funniest prank you pulled in high school? Well, so. If you're allowed okay. to. Yeah. Okay. I have. The, you know how everybody has these like special skills and talents? Yeah. Right? Well, I have none. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I can do a couple of things okay. But the one thing I can do really well is act kind of crazy. And in the process of acting crazy, I can literally make it seem and sound like I'm going to throw up. And people... <sighs> Damn, shouldn't eat in that third brat. So anyway, and you do it in the middle of sentences. Okay. And people like start to freak out. And then you like stop. Okay. Or there are times when... I'll be talking to the class trying to get something over and they'll all be talking. So I'll turn, I'll talk to the wall. 
no, you can't do that. Oh, why not? I mean, I'm, I'm having to carry on a conversation with myself. One kid asked me once, I've been teaching, I don't know, about 10 years, 12 mm-hmm. years, and this kid named David, sweet kid. Yeah. Or anyone is one of the few that I actually, I actually really would have adopted if I could. He looked at me and goes, so B, tell me, how long have you been doing this act? Mm-hmm. I go, what? He goes, how long this act? How long have you been doing it? What act? What act? <laughs> he, goes, he goes, you know, all the bizarre, crazy crap in, in the classroom. I go, what bizarre, crazy crap? What are you talking about? And he goes, so it's not an act. And I go, well, wait a minute. I didn't say that either. And he goes, what? And I go, maybe it's an act. Maybe, maybe it's, it's not. not. Yeah, screw with your mind. I go, I know. I, oh. Remind me, remind me to tell you the story of the greatest mind fuck in the world. Okay, just tell that now. Okay. okay. So here you go, greatest mind fuck in the world. So I had this one class, and they were just, the summer class, and these kids, they were neither for nor against apathy, right? That's can you very fuck, can, ironic. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. They asked me to get a pen and a piece of paper, they roll their eyes and take a giant hub. <sighs> what? Like, like, am I asking you to cut your head off? <laughs> so one day, well, actually, they, so, Okay, so I kind of ran my classroom like a business. Okay? Here's the work you have to do. I'm going to show you how to do it or do part of it, which is then going to help you do the rest of it. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. Here's the deadline thing. So this one day came when the report's supposed to be doing everything, and nobody had them done. And I was just like, you know what? I was, I was basically pissed off, and I told him that. I go, you guys have no idea how mad I am. Mm-hmm. I go, you wasted time. I go, man, the one thing you cannot waste, should not waste, don't waste, Time, you can't get any more. Mm-hmm. Money you can lose and get. Your wives, husband, you can get, and, you know. You can't like when you just sat around, we're not ready. Well, you sat around and you fucked around. I said, if this was really a business, fired, 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 fired. Right, right. You, fuck you. I go, you guys, before the apprentice? Yeah. Okay. I, go, and I go, if you think that's crazy, I go, you just wait. It was a Friday. Okay. And I go, you just wait and see what I do to you on Monday. I go, your friends in your other classes, will be too afraid okay. to come into this room. Okay. Well, now, you can, you can imagine, you know, 15-year-olds, oh 16-year-olds, just, you know, I mean. What year was this? God, I did it more than once. I wondered why I was kind of trouble. You can't be doing that. Hey, you're pansying these kids for the real world. Man, the real world's going to chew them up and spin them out. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. so, I'm, I, swear, I mean, the, the people next door could hear me. I mean, wow. it was like, oh, sorry, it was a portable room. Mm-hmm. Right, with a door in the middle, and they can hear me. Wow. And they said, Oh, B, man, you get so pissed and everything. So I'm sitting there, and there's one kid, Kevin, who I taught for two years, and then he was a senior aide, senior teacher, teacher's aide of mine. Mm-hmm. He looks at me and he's laughing because he knows what's coming. Right. So we're sitting there eating lunch after this happened, it was fourth period, and then it was lunch. Mm-hmm. And a couple of kids came in. I'm like, Oh, man, we heard you know, you're in the shortest class and everything. And Kevin starts laughing. He's cracking up. I'm like, Shut up. Because he knows what's coming. Yeah, yeah. Right? So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, first period kids are panicking, okay. sending their friends in to find out what the hell's going to happen. No, you tell them, you know what, you tell them, grow some cojones. Okay. Huh? Sorry, it's 90% Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I said, come in here and talk to me. I said, don't be sending, you know, no. So bell rings, fourth period comes. I had a class of like 38 kids. I think half of them showed I see, this part of the reason wow, why. That's, this part that's of, effective. Yeah, it's part of the reason why I got in trouble, right? And so I was sitting there, I go, what were you I mean, I had the seats. I mean, basically, it was sit where you want. As long as you got your work done, you can listen to music. I don't care. As long as you're not talking, you listen yeah. to music while I'm talking. Like, other than that, like, all I know is get you done. Yeah. Right? Like in the real world. Mm-hmm. 
And so a bunch of the kids were like, so, I mean, they came in, I like had them sitting out there, or I made name plates and everything. Okay. And it was beautiful. Uh -huh. Yeah? They were, so, you ready for your punishment? This one kid, Gilbert, looks at me and he goes, oh, God. And I goes, how was your weekend? Tell me about it. Sleep okay? Didn't get a stomach ache? You know, everything was copacetic. Mm -hmm. I said, hell, half of your classmates are too fucking afraid to come here. I said, man, I must have really spooked the shit out of them. Oh, man, you spooked me too. And I told my dad, and my dad laughed and said, you're going. The guy's dad was a former student of mine. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Matter of fact, that kid, I remember him running around my classroom in diapers, coming back to school. Wow. Anyway, anyway, so I looked at him, I go, so your dad told you? He goes, yep, it happened to him too. I go, and he learned his lesson. He, goes, he learned a valuable lesson. He goes, he still talks about it. And I go, you know what your punishment is? And, we, and I go, get out a piece of paper and pen, and I want you to write this sentence. My punishment was what the hell I did to myself over the weekend, mentally, emotionally, physically, psychologically. There is no punishment. You just punished yourselves. And they looked at me and I said, to put it in plain English, you got mind fucked. Wow. I said, and that's why it's important to have a good education to, I mean, <laughs> they were like, whoa. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Okay, so what? Wow, that's that's incredible. That's very funny. Well, see, so here's the other funny thing about it is, throughout the whole year, I always I keep I always reminded my students, you know, it's not the strongest, it's not the biggest, it's not the. I mean, go back not to use religion, but I will go back to the Bible. Mm -hmm. This underdog named David beat out of the champion Goliath. Yes. Right, cut his head off. Right? Okay. I said so. I also when you look at it. I go, you guys don't, it doesn't matter what other people think of you. You gotta look at yourself in the mirror, you gotta get your shit done. I go, the real world doesn't care anymore. I go, it kinda sucks, but it's true. I said, people aren't gonna say, well, Lee, how do you do this? I don't know, oh, well, let me tell you. I said, and if you let people do that, I said, it's a disservice. Anyway, so going back to, so going back to the story of David and the, the you know, it's just an actor now. Sorry, I go off on tangents. So he looked at me and I, I looked at him, it was an act, it may not be an act, you know? I go, man, I go, I do crazy crap like this all the time. And he goes, oh, wow. And I go, so tell me. I go, let me ask you a stupid question. I go, because I love stupid questions. I go, tell me what your other classes are like. What, what do you do? What happens? Oh, in the first period, Mr. I, go, I don't care about any names. I go, they don't give a shit about me. I don't give a shit about them. And I says, this is my career. I'm not here to give them a kidney. And uh, he goes, well, we come in and there's a math and there's some uh, algebra two questions on the board. He goes, and then he stands there and talks for like 40 minutes and does a bunch of things. He goes, and then we do like 10 minutes of more equations and we have homework. I go, every day. He goes, yep. I go, day after day. He goes, yep. I go, week after week. He says, yep. I go, year after year. And he looked at me and I go, wow, that sounds exciting. I go, so tell me about your second period. <laughs> and all of a sudden you can see the light bulb going over his head. He goes, kind of like the first one, it's history. And I go, oh, so you, I'm sorry. I go, so you answer some type of question. I'm Italian. I'm surprised my hands sit still this much. Mm -hmm. I said, so you probably go and the person like, you know, lectures and whatever, or you read a chapter and you fill in the blanks. And I was like, yeah. I go, oh, okay. I go in and, and like your third period class and all this. He goes, yeah. I go, man, every single class is the same. And he goes, well, except this one. And I looked down and I smiled. And he goes, whoa. And I go, if I did what everybody else does, the way they do it, would you listen? And he goes, no, and I go, yeah, yeah. I go, ma'am, I go, it's the same thing. I go, I go, I have to keep myself entertained to do this. I go, it's, you know, it's a, 
50 minute, it's a 50 minute captive audience, five days a week. And you have to, and you have to, they are, well, they are captive and, and you have to, I mean, I think, and I think teaching English is a lot easier just because. Did you do any actual like. Oh yeah. We read, reading? we read novels. I mean, tell, okay. One of my favorite novels and there's so many, I mean, okay. First of all, yes, I'm like most writers and people that taught writing. Um, I'm, a, I'm a Shakespeare junkie. Guy's brilliant. I don't care what anybody What's says. What's your favorite Shakespeare work? <laughs> You're going to die. The only dark tale he wrote, Winter's Tale. Okay. I'm not familiar with that. What is that about? It's, it's about this. Well, most of it, even his comedies are kind of sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, but, I don't care what anybody says. There's no... And God, if somebody ever found it, they'd be a bazillionaire. There's no actual handwritten transcripts from him. There's copies. Yeah. You know, there's, there's mm -hmm. quattros, you know, third quattro, fourth quattro, which is the third and fourth writings. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, everybody that translated those mm -hmm. or copied them down, I'm sure they threw in their own little words too. Mm -hmm. Did he create all these words and everything? No. But he put together interesting, funny stories. And the crazy thing is, he stole from the Greeks and the Romans. Right. His stories came from the Greeks and Romans. Yep. Probably the one book, book, novel book. Oh, and I'm a huge Mark Twain fan, but that's beside the point. Probably the coolest, I think, most incredible book ever written. Not only from who wrote it and how old the person was, but the context of how old they were and what they wrote about, what the real story is. Frankenstein. Mary Shelley, 17 years old, 18, wrote that story. Frankenstein, that novel, on a wow. bet, wow. on a bet. Her husband, bet? her husband, um, Pierce Bryce Shelley, mm -hmm. and Samuel Coleridge, who was another writer mm -hmm. during that gothic period of time where they were like exploring science and stuff like that in their writing, were friends. Mm -hmm. And they liked each other's stuff, but neither one of them, they said, had ever written like the really great story. And so they challenged each other, and Mary, oh, just, wow. happened, Mary just happened to be there. And she goes, well, can I try? You know what they did? Yeah. They laughed. Because she's a woman? Yeah, go ahead. So, and here's the, here's the cool part. Actually, there's a couple really cool parts of the story. Okay? The first cool part of the story is she was like 17, 18 when she wrote this story, right? Really? Wow. Yes. About this man who creates a human being, mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like the, if you're familiar with the Prometheus story. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not the interesting part. To me, the interesting part is at 17, 18, she was writing about a dysfunctional family. Victor Frankenstein's family was dysfunctional. They were always gone, leaving him by himself. So what did they do to make him feel better? They give him a person. And I can't remember the woman's name at this time. I'm going blank. Mm -hmm. But they do here. This woman's like yours. She's going to keep you company and play with you and everything while we're off in Vienna right. or whatever. I mean, I mean, think of that. At right, 17 right, right. in the mid-1800s, this mm -hmm. woman's having this concept at 17, right? right? So you start with a dysfunctional family. Mm -hmm. Victor creates a human being. Mm -hmm. And then takes no responsibility for it, just like Victor's parents. Just like just like just like Victor's parents. Just like Victor's parents didn't take responsibility for him. Okay. Victor creates a human, mm -hmm. his son, if you want to call him that, right. and then doesn't take any responsibility for him. Mm -hmm. Doesn't teach him. Doesn't nurture him. Nothing. And what's the son do? He goes out and well, if you're not gonna love me, I'm gonna make sure everybody in your life is miserable. Wow. You know. <laughs> I mean, the blind people, the blind man loved him because he couldn't, he wasn't Somebody. prejudiced. He wasn't prejudiced by being able to, by seeing him, yeah. right? He just okay. went by his, right. Right? 
And then when the guy's son and daughter-in-law came back and saw the beast, the monster, mm -hmm. actually, here's the other crazy thing. Frankenstein is the doctor, not the creature. Mm -hmm. The creature was never called the, the monster, the just, beast, anything. It was just, just yeah, so it just kind of yeah. stuck. Mm -hmm. But it was never the monster, the, anything. It was always the creature. Mm -hmm. Victor is the monster. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you know, and so here she's writing this concept of what happens, two things. Number one, what happens when parents don't take responsibility and raise their children the way they should? This what? is a, it's, wow. a, it's a dysfunctional, what? this story is, so this story, the story wow. is about, this story is a, dis, the story is a story about a dysfunctional family. Okay. Victor's, Victor and his parents, okay. Victor and his son, mm -hmm. the creature, mm -hmm. the um, Clavels, who are the poor people, they have a dysfunctional family. Mm -hmm. It seems like, and she keeps using this motif, right? Mm -hmm. The other, and I think that's so interesting, because in the end, I mean, you know, and so, but the, the other cool thing I think is, she tells this from a story inside a story. Hmm. She starts out with Victor being found in Alaska or up on the ice and everything mm -hmm. gets rescued. And he goes, I want to tell you a story about why I'm out here. Right, right. Cause he knows he's dying. Right. And so you like go to the next chapter and all of a sudden mm -hmm. he's back and he's a little boy. I mean, so mm -hmm. on his deathbed, he's telling the story. So you're reading, you're wow. hearing or seeing in your brain, his Amazing. story through him. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, the, the, creature actually visits him in remember at the end the creature actually comes in when he's dying and says hey man you know i'm sorry i just had to, had to end this way you know and i'm still alone i still understand i don't understand who i am what i am where i am when you know and so you know, I let my things go back tell me you don't know people like that bro. wow you wow you kind of changed my view on how the book was because well, it's totally yeah. In, in my yeah. perception, in my perceptions of writing, of course, I had college professors tell me I was wrong. I had other teachers tell me I was wrong. Yes. This is Mark's view, guys. Yeah, just my, just my, just, just, just mine. And don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to commit jihad against you know the trash cans of the world. Hell, you don't use them anyway. Oh shit! I'll tell you what. I I could give, I could give a high school kid a gold trash can. And tell him at the end of the day, if he fills that little bucket, five gallon bucket or whatever, with trash, I will fill it with like gold coins. He'll, he'll, he'll hit the rim, he'll hit the side, he'll hit the bottom, he'll throw it completely over. It could be attached to his hip. Tell him, okay, I'm gonna do that. I find that so funny. And then they just sit, you know, they, I'm saying, right here, here's the trash can. Oh, wow, man. <laughs> Like I said, blow up the trash cans, you know, you know and uses them. Well, not on high school campuses. Well, the seagulls use them. The seagulls and the ravens use the trash cans. And you can always tell how good the cafeteria food is. Seagulls, ravens. That makes sense. If there's a lot of seagulls, there's a lot of ravens, that food's fucking good. No seagulls, no ravens, it's no muy bueno. Don't eat it. Awesome. Thanks for the tip. That mystery meat, shit, keep it a mystery. Okay. So, okay, so. Have, have your students ever pulled a prank on you? Um, yeah, a couple times. I bought a brand new car. Mm -hmm. It was the first, God, it was like the third year I was teaching. Mm -hmm. And I bought a brand new, I mean, you know, that, when you open the door mm -hmm. and you inhale that new car smell, mm -hmm. and then you find out two years later, you got carcinoma of the brain from that smell. Right, right. Yeah, it's new car smell. What's carcinoma? Cancer. Okay. Yeah, you got like nasal, nasal cancer. You know, think about that though. Right, right. New car smell. Ooh, new car smell. You right. get into the car and 
And they're not telling me, hey, you know what? You keep inhaling all those toxins. Anyway, um, so I had this brand new black, black on black Toyota Highlander. Mm -hmm. Totally tricked out. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm making money. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not like here. Gee, fuck, oh, sorry. Anyway. It's okay, you're anonymous. I know. <laughs> You don't know me from the guy I'm going to. I almost said where I was. I'm just, I'm not going <coughs> to. That's okay. Yeah. And so, um, somehow, okay, I mean, I was like freaking out at the time. But after I, after I know who did it and everything, I'm like, okay. Because I treated this thing like my baby. Mm -hmm. I mean, I parked across three parking spaces. Everybody, man. I'm in my brand new car. And one day after work, I went out to get my car. Put my hand in my bag, my, my briefcase, mm -hmm. the keys weren't there. I'm like, oh shit, man, I need those back. Because my car keys right. and my, my school keys were different. Mm -hmm. Key set. So I go all the way back to my classroom. What's the matter, B? Mm -hmm. I forgot my, my, my car keys. And of course, the people that are asking me are the people that moved my car. Right, right, right. They moved my car. Wow. So I'm all over my room. <laughs> I'm tearing my desk apart. What's the matter, B? I lost my car keys. What? Oh, man, you add. I mean, they're like, they were selling this thing good. So I'm like, well, my car. Yeah. I, I want the keys. Yeah. Well, maybe you left them in the car door. I walk out there. That's when I found out my car was gone. So they're sitting there knowing that they had my keys and with my car. I'm panicking that I can't find my How keys. To this day, I have no idea. Uh, wow. I, I know the class that did it, and I know the people involved, but none of them will rat out. they get it back? So anyway. So I go out to where my car is supposed to be because, you know, I left the mm -hmm. keys in the lock. Yeah. It's an automatic lock. Right, right, right. I swear to God, they're not even millennials and they're stupid. Sorry. Anyway. It's okay, you can say whatever uh, you want. And so, and so I walk up there, my car's not there. What the fuck? So I'm, I mean, then I'm thinking, maybe I didn't park it here. Right, but, right, right. So I'm starting to walk around, I'm walking around, I'm walking around, and they're like riding with me. What's the matter, baby? My car, man. You, is that your new car? The one you parked? Oh, shit, they probably had a toad. What? Oh my God. I run up to the front office, going to the principal. Man, you got my car driving? You got a new car? I didn't know you had a new And that's when it started dialing that somebody fucking with me. Mm -hmm. I come out, right. the little box mm -hmm. wrapped up in gift wrap. Mm -hmm. We missed your birthday uh, on the tags. We missed your birthday. So, happy birthday. We found these. <laughs> I opened it up, oh and inside was a map of where my car hilarious. was. So, the next day. Is this senior prank? Uh -huh. Wow. So, Sorry. the next day, class came. Mm -hmm. You mad at us? Of course not. <laughs> you taught oh, them well. Oh, you on. taught them well. You were the master troll. Okay, so can you I tell remember, us? I remember, sarcasm is only really funny. Deadpan delivery, straight Absolutely. vocal, straight voice. Yes. That's why the, I was, you know, I was not to change the subject, but I was thinking on the way in about, I know what you're thinking. I escaped. Escaped you, man. I own that place. And the building yeah. next to it. And yeah. they don't yeah. Build. yeah, you know that 7-Eleven with the donut shop? Mine. Except don't do it with a Mexican accent because it don't work. Okay, so anyway. So Mark, what what do you think are the differences between like freshman and sophomore and junior and senior students? Like, okay. Can you tell them by sight? So, what well, are some of the characteristics? Well, by, by the characteristics, yeah, by yeah. sight as in height, hell no, because I don't but, know. But like, I'm, how do they act? What, right. How can you tell? Right, freshmen are still kind of naive and giggly, and like mm -hmm. will chase each other and like you know play slap tag like right. they did in seventh grade. Right. Yes. Sophomores think they're sophisticated. But they're about as sophisticated as really crappy toilet paper. Okay. You know, you put a drop of water on them and they break apart. And you use like six What kind of things have you dropped on them? <laughs> Besides, wait till you see what the punishment is. Yeah. Um, well, I remember once 
they had this little like speech they had to give on some topic that they were interested in. I told mm-hmm. them, you can talk about anything. I don't care. Right. About drugs, about, you know. And as long as, as long as it's not, you know, it's not a graphic sex, explicit violence, mm-hmm. or anti, you know, slandering, right. any, any sex or religion, whatever. Mm-hmm. How about one kid will, uh, did an essay on, because uh, my uncle's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So he did one on, and this was back in 94. Oh, and he wrote this like little, kind of like in Norton poet, poem, poetic form, which was really funny. It was like explanation of how he understands his uncle who was a transvestite. So we're talking about okay, 19, like in 1990, well, the principal didn't think so. Oh, no. <laughs> he heard about it and like, you can't be doing that. And I go, that's the worst looking thing that kid did all year. And he, he was proud of it. And when you suspended it because you didn't like it, yeah. you don't learn the school writing. Yeah, I know. So what about juniors and seniors? Okay. Juniors, juniors were between sophomore year and junior year. There's something between being 15, 16, I'm going 16, 17, there's something about that that you can see like the maturity happen mm, in a lot of okay, them. Okay. You, can, you, can see, you can see somewhat deeper thought processes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not gonna split atoms with like a paperclip, but trust me, they'll, oh, well, they'll lick them and <laughs> shove them in a socket and throw a wet penny on and watch the wall explode. So I'm telling you, you should have seen yesterday here, not yesterday, not yesterday, the day before when it was raining, Range is completely empty. Mm-hmm. There's two kids, mm-hmm. 12, 14 maybe, mm-hmm. four mats apart, chipping balls at each other. Wow. And it wasn't easy lot. I mean, they were chipping balls at each other, and like wow. jumping out of the way. Well, there was nobody else on the range. The balls were shooting. Away. I'm like, you guys got to pick those up the first couple of times. And all of a sudden, ah, and the guy turned, and one kid's like shaking his hand. I go, that's it. We can't do that anymore. What? I go, do I look like I like to fill up paperwork? Do I look like I want to sit here and explain to your parents why you're so stupid? Do I look like what I want year to explain? Was this? No, this was the other day here. The other day. Oh. Oh, the other one, yeah. But no, no. God, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you're paraphrasing. Yeah. Okay. But sophomores, yeah, sophomores, sophomores do stupid crap. What and, about seniors? I, I think it's like, yeah. seniors just get me out of here. Mm, yeah. Okay. No, no. They um seniors seniors care until like the first week of the second semester. You're right. Yes. And then it's like so who are your favorite students to teach? What kind of students did you enjoy teaching? Were you like, you know, like- I, first of all, other than politicians and lawyers, teachers are the third biggest group of crooks in the country, in the world. Why do you say right? that? We'll steal ideas from everybody and claim them as our own. But that's not crooky. That's just- It really is, it really is. It really is. Stand, I mean, hell, I had, a, I had a principal who used three of my writing ideas based on different pieces of literature you wrote. Or we read, and no, I mean, but he presented. He pre- he, I mean, no, I mean, he presented the school as his idea, and whatever. And the funny thing was, is the woman that I was doing, I was doing, doing co-teaching with at the time, who, God, I loved working with this woman. She was like amazing. She still is. But I would come up with ideas, and I'd take them to her, and she'd go, "Okay, get rid of this, get rid of this, combine these two things." She goes, "Is your idea to give me to understand the concept? You want to do all these steps?" I go, "Well, they kind of need to do the steps to understand the concept." She goes, "No, you can combine these two steps, combine these two steps, get rid of that one completely." And so she helped me. And she looked at me and she goes, isn't that your idea? Yeah. She goes, like, verbatim. Because he read the prompt out loud and everything. He wanted people's input. Be like, oh, man, great idea. And this and that. And she goes, and I go, yeah. And she goes, aren't you pissed? And I go, I go well, first of all, um, imitation is the greatest art of flattery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go, and secondly, okay, I was secondly, I really don't care about this legacy. And she goes, what? I go, 
Uh, you weren't here last year when this principal talked about what his legacy was going to be when he left, mm-hmm. and he wanted so and he wanted his name up on the plaque on a plaque up on the wall. I don't care about that. Yeah. I go, my legacy is my students. Oh, I said, right. I said, if they don't go to prison, shit, I succeeded. <laughs> I said, I, I wanted to send some of them to prison. I wanted to kill some of them. But I go, I'm sure there's days when they wanted to kill me. That's okay. That makes sense. Yeah, but, that's love. I go, but, I, go, but, I, go but, I go, but I go, I don't care if. I, go, I don't care if the people here don't like me. I really don't. Oh shit! You don't. So you don't. You, like you, you, oh, you feel like you want them to leave with your philosophy? No, 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 no. What I, what, what I want, what I wanted my kids to do was. No. Are you familiar with Henry David Thoreau? A little bit. Okay. In Self Reliance, he talks about government is it's society is this lock, jock, the lock stock company where everybody gives up everything to make sure everybody gets something, right? He said, and the number one thing that they want you to give up is originality and freedom. They want you to not be who you are. They want you to be cookie cutter like everybody else, right? Because it's easier to control. They don't want you to think. They just want you to, you know? And so he says, you know, they're there. I mean, that's a paraphrase Emerson. He's like, man, they're there to rip you up. Society is not your friend, you know? And he talked about that's he goes, that's why if you really want to find out who you are, go out into nature because nature don't care. Right. You know? I wear I wear this tomorrow yeah. and then I wear it the next day and you see me. I'm not wear that two days. Wear that yesterday and what? Hell, I can go on. I can go camping and not shower, and the squirrels don't fucking care if I smell. Right. And so society's kind of and see that's why I tell my students. I said, don't let society poison you into being, doing, thinking what you don't question. Question. I go, question me. Mm-hmm. I said, how do you, you guys got, in the beginning they didn't, I was, but toward the end, I go, you guys got computers in your hand. I said, but even those will lie to you. You know, you don't know, I mean, I said, so you can figure out opinion from fact. So you want them to think for themselves? Yeah. I go, so that's that's a great you thing. have yeah, to learn thing. that. If you just learn that, oh, like, that's, that's, that's worth it. If you yeah. don't think for yourself. Yeah, right. Okay. If you don't think for yourself, and after five, six years, you're, where you don't want to be, never wanted to be, can't figure out how the hell you got there, it's your fucking fault. That's true. Yeah, so you do advocate personal responsibility, oh, yeah. which is great. So, like, what did Ingenuity, you creativity, that's that's knowing, book, I mean, I always, I always gave essay tests mm-hmm. for a year. What would you make them write about? I'd give them six, seven topics, pick one. Okay. In what class. What some of your topics? Oh, yeah. So. Did you mess with them? No, or? no, no. Right. That was so yes, I mean just like just like teaching, just like teaching, um, Frankenstein, mm-hmm. uh, Macbeth, is it really good? Is it is it harmful or helpful to be ambitious? And how ambitious should you be? Because Macbeth was ambitious, but not super ambitious, and his wife kind of conned him into it, right? Lady Macbeth, and, and then uh, he ended he ended up killing all these people that were in his way to become king. And then at the end, it drives him crazy because. Whenever we, that's another thing. Shakespeare did the same thing, right? What happens when you're too ambitious, right? You should only, you should be happy with what you get in life. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't kind of backstab them. No pun intended, but you shouldn't backstab people and stuff like that to get your way to the top, you know? So, you know, ambition can make you do stupid things. And when it makes you do stupid things that are against your nature, you know what I mean? It starts driving you crazy. Yeah, that's true. So... As a teacher, so, what did you So I'd have kids write about stuff like that, about that's ambition. Right, I'd have them write about, Huck Finn, have you ever really felt like running away? basically, And then, and then tell them, you know what? Nowadays, see, the funny thing is, is nowadays, you actually can, you can do it on there. Yeah. 
you can disappear. New name, new birth certificate, new social security card, new license, new everything. New, everything. Move, move somewhere else to Hawaii or something, and no one would ever know you are. Of course, of course, you take you know chunks of money out of the bank and cash and line your suitcases with it. Yeah, <laughs> it can be hard. It's true. <clears throat> but yeah, see, see, and that's the other thing. Talk about society having a hold on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to get to get money, you got to go to an ATM, right? You go to an ATM, they don't have to know where you're at. Well, they know where you're at now. Yeah. Exactly. They think I'm sitting. In my, yeah, they think I'm sitting in my car. The government's listening to this conversation. Oh, it's um, so. Snowden. Hey, how you doing, man? Russia? You couldn't have picked like Malaysia or Bora Bora. Man, you couldn't. You couldn't buy an island in the middle of nowhere where they can't find you. Okay, yeah, so. he's, a, he's 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 a, he's, a, he's a hero terrorist trader. I like him in a way. Maybe I don't know. So, I wish I wish the guy he was gone somewhere else, man. Give, give yeah, all that shit. Else. Give all that shit to Putin. Putin already had that stuff. I mean, what could he get Putin? Putin already had that stuff. Anyway, so, um, like as a teacher, like what did you actually think of the class clans and nerds, different groups of people <coughs> in high school? Like, can okay. you get us some right. insider scoop? Like, what do you really think? Okay, what I really think. Okay, mm-hmm. This is what I tell my students. Like I said, this goes back to what I was saying before. Two things teachers are right. They're thieves. They steal ideas from everybody mm-hmm. and everything and claim them as their own because right. they're so damn brilliant. Okay. The second thing they do is they're liars. Okay. Tell me how many times in all your careers of teaching or being a student, you've heard, I treat all my students the same. Mm-hmm. Show of hands. Right? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not true. Yeah. True. <laughs> so far from the truth. And so I tell them, hey, I'm not going to treat you guys all the same because you, you know what? Them straight up? Yes, you're not the same. Okay. So what you is your are not, criteria? You are not the what, same. What was your criteria? My criteria was, you know what? When you did good, I patted you on the back, gave you hugs, said, we can go. When you did something stupid, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't be a dumbass. You're going to get fired from a job. Did you have favorites? Like, what? Yeah. Did you, I mean, who, who I mean, were like, your most memorable students? Oh, God. Okay. Let's see. God, actually, I wish I had my phone, but yeah, I could run down the list of people that... Um, I could, I, could, I could put it this way. I could log back onto Facebook, mm-hmm. go back into my site. So don't go looking for me. And I could probably run down the list and I'd say at least, well, first of all, the people that are all friends on Facebook of mine are people I actually know. Mm-hmm. Right? You know like, I probably have 200 friends on Facebook, 2 million shit. I, I don't even like, I don't even like 200 people really. But um, I'd say at least half of them are former students of mine. Hell, I've, I've taught whole families. I taught, I taught a husband and wife who were dating in high school who got married the day Did after you know they were like okay so oh, yeah. your perspective on couples like could you tell what kind of couples are going to last and what mm-hmm. how would you tell oh well i always told the girls mm-hmm. um i i did this with the guys at at the school is i always told the girls when they're with their moms their grandmas their sisters mm-hmm. uh, see how they treat them uh, watch how they treat them and then and, well, I, you know, I haven't been over there. Wait a minute. How, many, how long have you been going out? Two months. And you haven't been to his house yet and met his mom and dad? No. 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 Um, and the other thing was, if, you know, if, if before you get a chance to go see his mom, his mom, see, I said, watch how he treats the other girls in school and how he treats the, the female teachers, not the male teachers, because the male teachers stand up. Female teachers won't. Okay. Well, some female teachers won't. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't want to be, I want to be sexist. I like all sexes. Well, wait a minute. I just say that. Oh, well. Best of both worlds, damn it. What about the girls? Like, how do you, how do you tell? Um, well, see, how would I, it, it's, it, sounds, it sounds weird, but it's a look in the eye. 
Mm. It's when they first start going out, and I can tell probably within the next, within I'd say probably within a good week or two, how long they're going to last. Because, like I said, it's how he treats her, but how he treats the other girls and how she looks at him. Mm. You know? That's very interesting. I think that's actually true. It's correct. So um, what did you think of, like, the nerds versus the class clowns versus, like... The- you know what? I... <laughs> Just another thing I, I love. I loved about teaching English and literature and, and writing and stuff. Right? People write about what they know. People write about what they experience. Right. Right? They write about a long, a, a long, long time ago in a land far, far away. They write about the past, right? and they take what they're experiencing, the sociology of what they're experiencing, and they put it in their stories. Right. And they hopefully there's some there's some um, principle or point or right. idea behind it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I tell everybody, man, you know. You're living the greatest story in the world. True. You're living your story. Mm-hmm. W- what are you doing? What are you doing to write your story? Mm-hmm. You know? You, and, but in your story, you can't erase chapters that throw them out. Said they've already happened. Right. I said, but seriously, what are you doing to write your story? So I always, I always taught, when I taught literature, I always taught it as sociology. Mm-hmm. Right? Because people, well, they, yeah. well, people are people are people are people are people are people are people. You know? right. The people that lived in caves... Uh, the Flintstones mm-hmm. wanted the same damn thing that you and I want, or right. want the same damn things that our great grandchildren want. You know, who am I? What am I? Where am I? How am I? How do I fit? Mm-hmm. You know? And so, whenever usually when kids got like you know some seniors who thought they were really cool and everything, I'd put a picture up on the board mm-hmm. from a projector. Mm-hmm. The Earth, a picture. It's a picture of the Earth mm-hmm. from Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Here's all this black. I mean, literal black space, right. and this little white dot. And I go, you are here. And then I narrow it in, and then I expand it. I go, this is the earth. You are on there spinning. I go, mm-hmm. and look at all this black, mm-hmm. all this antimatter and dark matter. They go, yeah. I go, and that's from Jupiter. That's in our own solar system. They go, yeah. I go, you're just not that significant. Mm-hmm. So whenever they get pissed off, they want me to yell yeah, or something. You're just, you're just not that significant. Yeah, you don't seem like a yeller to me. You're more like a troll. Okay. okay. Like, I look at them and go, no. I mean, I had a kid once tell me I love this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Talk about, I mean, yeah. I could be your, I literally was considered, I think, mm-hmm. by a lot of kids, like the coolest teacher on mm-hmm. campus. You know, I, I, toler- I tolerated a lot of shit mm-hmm. because I had bigger fights. I had bigger fish to fry, bigger fight, battles to fight. Right? Mm-hmm. But I had this one kid once who came up to me. I thought it was so funny. You know, I don't like you. I posted the grades. See, and I always posted the grades with their names. Mm-hmm. Why are you posing with the names? Well, I want you to see who's smarter than you and who's dumber than you. And they'd look at me and I'd say, hey, when you're at work and you're wondering why Phil's getting the raise and the promotion and you're not, well, what's Phil doing? I was so, um, it's I was great. Bullshit, man, I don't like you. You're a fucking asshole. You're a dick. You're this and that. And I go, yeah, thank you. And he goes, what? I go, I've been called worse by better people, number one. I go, number two, you got to remember a couple of very interesting and important points in this world. He goes, what's that? I go, number one, I'm the teacher. So I spent a lot of time in school and college getting degrees, going to all these damn things that I go, so I get the diplomas, you know, the big sheepskin. I go, number two, I sit behind the big desk. See, you sit, you sit in that crappy little thing over there. I sit in this nice big oak desk with a chair that reclines and rocks. And I go, number three, and most importantly, dude, I have the grade book. I don't care if you like me or not. I said, if I were you, I'd hope to God that I like you. What's that supposed to, what's that supposed to mean? I said, it means that I'm the teacher. I sit behind the desk. You're gonna fuck with me. Like God, mm-hmm. I'm pissed. Like, Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Time out, liar, liar. Uh, no, no, you're gonna go liar. I'm not lying. I go. That's exactly what I said. I told you. You know what? 
you don't like me? Well, fuck you, man. I'm going to change your grade. I'm going to fuck you over. I go, did I say that? Oh, yeah. The kids were laughing and everything. And you're like, shut up, guys. Don't laugh. I go, no, they have every right to laugh. I go, dude, you got to understand how the real world works. I said, Nymo, you're all butthurt. You're going to go complain to your counselor or to the principal, and I'm going to get called in, and they're going to think win. I go, but then all you did was piss off the person with the grade book. I just get, so they're either going to kick you out of here and send you to somebody who's not going to tolerate your shit, or depending on how much trouble I've been in, how much trouble you've been in, you're like, looking back, oh, yes, I can get in trouble because I can say too much. <laughs> so, so he just looked at me, and I go, I go, so what have you learned? And he like, looked at me, and I go, man, don't fuck with the person in charge. You know, you sat here for what? It's a nine-week quarter. You sat there for six weeks and done what? I go, I can tell you. And he like, looked at me, I go, what have you done? Which is, he's like, uh, he's like, I go, no, no, what have you done to deserve anything? I said, what, just showing up? I go, shit, people in prison just show up. <laughs> I said, but then again, they have no choice. I said, people in war just show up. I go, but man, then again, they lose limbs and watch their friends die and possibly die themselves. Well, so, like, what advice would you have for, like, new teachers starting out who may not feel as good? Go to, go to, go to war. <laughs> go fight, go fight, go fight. Go to fight wars anyway. But, okay, like jo how, join Al Qaeda. Do you have like, uh, um, like real advice on people right. who are nervous, not sure how to manage you know the what? classroom? How do you develop rapport yeah. with your students without first, losing yeah. the respect? Okay, first of all, I think, I think letting the kids know that you're very human. How do you do that? Like, how uh, do you do that uh, without uh, making them lose respect? Oh, you? you know, I mean, ask them, how was your weekend? What have you been up to? If I see him at the football game, I'll mention that. If what if I, they if don't I see, respond to you? What if they like? I, I'll find something. If if, you if during your yeah, if during your free time you're sitting there drawing and you're drawing, oh, no fans, you're drawing. It's the first thing that popped in my head. You're drawing anime or you're. I mean, I've had I've had kids do gothic novels, bitch and shit. I'm just thinking, yeah, these, some of these kids don't make it with the talent they have. But, everybody has something. It's like I said, it's yeah, going. Back, yeah. It goes back to that. So, yeah, you're writing. You're you're writing your own story. Everybody has something. And if it's you walk in with a Led Zeppelin chip, hey, yeah. you're not going to believe this. I'm so you know, old, I actually saw them. Yeah. And I don't mean like a knock on them. I saw them. Yeah, yeah. I saw John Bonham before he croaked. Right. I saw the Who before people were going, Who? And no, I saw them. Except I didn't see them way, way in the beginning, right. but I saw them back in the 70s, late 70s. And they're like, So, you know, something like that. Yeah, we'll find, okay, find, find out a kid like yes. two years ago. Okay, I'll be 58 in February. Mm -hmm. So when I turned 56, I was bored. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have enough shit to do. Yeah. So I decided to teach myself how to play the guitar. Nice. So I bought myself a six-string guitar, really nice one. Um, Fender guitars, acoustics, fantastic. Um, and YouTube, Pinterest, taught myself scales, taught myself different chords like that. Went in and learned, and learned three, four chord, chord songs. Worked on it. At the end of one year, 15 songs. Nice. So on my, on my 57th birthday, because I'm a masochist, I went out and bought a 12 string guitar. Wow, so nice. now, so now, Sonny the six string, Casey the 12 string, and of course I smashed my finger, so now I can't play oh, the guitar yeah. now. Yeah, Mark has a pass on his little finger. Yeah, yeah. always, always use a shoehorn. It, it looks stupid, but okay. it'll save your fingers. Don't ask. So, um, what separates like a good teacher from a bad teacher? All right. Well, anyway, go back to the other question. You can always find. Even the kids that pretend that there's no I connection. I was super quiet in class, and I would never try to oh. talk to students. Like, Hi, uh, Lee. How you doing? Oh, what, okay. you, what you doing? Okay. Okay. 
Well, I kind of noticed that yesterday when Mike, I gave you a hug. Like, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming. You kind of like stiffen up. And I'm like, oh, shit, well, I just lost this job. No, <laughs> See, oh, but talking about this job, I'm very pissed off at the sexual harassment training I had to take. You know how fucking disappointed I am? It told me how not to do it. It told me how to spot it. How the hell am I supposed to get away with it? Fucker. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> don't, you... don't run that. I'm going to jail for that. Oh, uh, great. Well, I, Wait a minute. Not... Don't time out the meaning you on it. You're Asian. I give you two rocks and rubber band. You build me a fucking car. Sorry. Not for this one. Right. Um, so... People are burning me in effigy right now. How Hopefully they don't paint me orange because they'll think I'm the other guy. How do you separate a good teacher from a bad teacher? Okay. I think I think the couple things that really separate good teachers from bad teachers are, number one, do you make it relevant? Do you have to make it relevant? The kids, especially today. How do you keep up with the times? How do you keep up with the new things that are they they, they, they Yeah, they turn me on to stuff. Okay, my daughter's 24. I think it was two years ago for Christmas, I got a Chromecast stick. Oh, nice. Sticking beside it. Oh, cool. You know what it is. I mentioned it to somebody else here or where I worked the other day. And they're like, oh, what? I don't know what it is. Oh, it's, it's, a little, it's a little stick that you, you can stick in your computer. <laughs> you pull that out. <laughs> Just like the real quick. I swear to God, I'm going out of science all the time. When you left work the last time, yeah. and you're like, oh, now I can go home and write jokes about my ex-husband. And the yeah. door closed. Yeah. And I turned and I looked at the man, the boss, and I go, What'd he just say? Yeah. And he goes, Someone is something about the ex-husband. And I go, No. Yeah? No. Yeah? And I looked at him like he goes, beats me. And I go, why do I feel we just got like schmuck? Why? Because I do have one. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I go, I go, she can't be what no no offense. Not. Oh, she can't be. I go, oh really? Yeah. Wow, you look great. I go, she can't be older than yeah, I have like one and a half eggs left, so uh, I gotta find the next one pretty quick. But I'm gonna um, the, the half egg. I say scramble that one. Oh, I say scramble that one. The full egg. Uh, um. Anyways, good anyway. teachers. Oh yeah. So, okay. Do they make it? Do they? Sorry, I go off on tangents. See, my students laugh at that too because I'll I'll be in the middle of something and all of a sudden it'll right. make me think of something else. So and then I go on yeah, two minutes of comedy and then I go yeah, back to yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um. Do they keep it fresh? Do they make it relevant? What are the kids into? When did you retire? Uh, February. February. Oh, okay. So, like, what do right you Right after my 50th year. What do you think of high school kids now versus when they started? Um, human beings are the same. Technology is to them. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember who it was. It was some great writer, philosopher, whatever, said that radio, radio, right? Marconi was going to be the end of, civ of civilization as we know it. It was going to destroy the American way, right? <coughs> then the guy that did the Red Scare, oh God, McCarthy. McCarthy said, no, 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 television is going to be the end of American science. Now it's computers, right? now it's a phone. It's just the internet, my therapist said that, the internet is going to be the death. You know, all great democracies, like, you know, the, we'll the Roman Empire. Else, we'll oh, yeah. else is oh, hell, we'll just shoot a chip in the person's that's neck. And, you know, oh. that's what it is. But anyway, do they keep it relevant? Do they keep it fresh? Do they keep the kids actively participating? Sitting there listening to you. Like, I tell my students, I, told, I used to tell my students, hey, I'm going to stand up in front of the class. I'm going to start talking as soon as the bell rings. You can listen, you cannot listen. I'm not going to repeat myself. 
there's going to be a rough sketch outline of what you guys are going to be doing but there's going to be certain things that you're going to need to ask questions on and once i finish that's the time to ask if you don't ask i'm sitting down you're on your own because right? right. i'm gonna i'm gonna go by the assumption makes an ass out of you and me that you know you understand and um it was so funny because sometimes they pay attention sometimes they don't but the well, a lot of, here's my favorite thing. A lot of these run up and take pictures with the phones. Yeah. You know, yeah. Before you couldn't do yeah, that. Couldn't do that yeah. so, so you get one person to run up and copy it down and then everybody yeah, else to copy it on that piece of paper. So sometimes if they were like talking, I'd go up to the one group and I'd say, are you guys ready? You know, I'm tell you what's going on. So then I'd tell them everything like in a real hush whisper and I'd say, okay, now remember, nothing's free in this world. I'm not going to tell them what they need. You're going to need to. So, man, so, so what you need to do is you need to charge them. What? Charge them because the internet's not free. Nothing's free in this world. If it's free, who cares? Huh? It's like one kid asked me, he goes, he goes yeah. don't you mean, what do you mean? He goes, words. English language, the peanut butter, but some people are allergic. I go, but the two greatest words in English language are free food. Put them together, it's even better. And one kid in the back goes, don't you mean free and sex, you know, because you're married? And I go, dude. Once you put on a wedding ring, sex ain't free. I said, even when you're not married, yep. sex ain't free. Yep, you're right. And they all started laughing. So right. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, then, um, then, 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 the class Kevin was in. So, the next period, or at lunch, Kevin usually ate lunch with me. And so, we were sitting there talking. And I go, I go well, man, you know the difference between your wife and your job, don't you? And he goes, no. I go, oh, you know the difference is between your new wife your new wife and your job, don't you? And he goes, no. Why? I said, man, after six months, your job still sucks. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, you're terrible. Man, so anyway, have you ever gotten into trouble with principals? Oh yeah. What did you? How did you deal with that? I did. Brings me to another story. My mom taught me. My mom taught me really well. Right? Um, my dad died when I was three. I won't bore you with Sorry, my. No. I won't, shit happens. I won't bore you with my stepdad, but. My mom raised five kids on her own. I was a wow. latchkey kid. I was a latchkey kid before I, wow. when they said latchkey kid. Were you middle child? No, I was the youngest. Youngest. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I'm 58. My brother just turned 60. Miguel, Catholic, Catholic, Mexican, Italian family. Right? Mark Francis, Miguel, Michael, Henry, Noel, Marie, Margaret, Ann, and Anna Maria. Great, great, great old Catholic family. Right? And I was the youngest. But um, yeah. When I saw that latchkey kid thing, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, the kids let them in. They don't care. Wait a minute. I was doing that shit. No one said anything about it. Right. I was doing it 15 years ago. Um, I mean, it taught me, it basically taught me how to be responsible and to basically take care of myself. And that's one of the things I um, always wanted for my students. Man, you got to figure out shit for yourself. Don't, don't take anything, don't take anything anyone says as the God given truth. If anybody comes up, especially the government says they want to help you, run the other damn way. You know, if, if pro is for and con is against, if progress means to go forward, what's it mean to Congress? It's like gospel, gospel backwards is flog. Think about it. Yeah. What's flog? Beating unmercifully in all directions. That That's golf. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Okay, so can you tell us like um, what makes like a good student versus a bad student yeah. for you, like for teaching? Yeah. I'm trying to think of who the poet was. Seku Sundiyami. In one of his poems, I can't remember what it is, but I always remembered this concept. Some birds can sing, some can't. Doesn't make them any less pretty. 
So when you say everybody, student, you mean like, everybody, what do you think of like students you can communicate with versus students that you? I I I. I, I I think we should move to the other side. It's like super loud. We're at a public place right now, and we're going to move. Thank you, listeners, for bearing with us. We're going to move to another place. Yeah. Okay, so can you just finish talking about what you're saying? Like I said, everybody, you know, not to quote the Bible again, but everybody's born, I believe. Everybody has some talent. Everybody's. Every person in this world is, is good at something. Go yeah. Everybody's good at something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I can I can't draw I can't draw a stick figure with a ruler. I mean that's mm-hmm. how artistically like stupid I am. Mm-hmm. I can write you a really nice story about mm-hmm. it, horror story, comedy, right. love story about a stick figure, mm-hmm. but can't draw one. Right. So when but my, you know- but, but my daughter can draw in three dimensions, draw animals and stuff in three dimensions. This shape. That's awesome. So everybody's good at something. So when did you know you know you want to be like a high school teacher, or like did you were you just thrown into it? Yeah, it was an accident. Okay. Um, okay. I actually went to college. I went to college to uh, act or not act really, but to direct and edit motion pictures. Oh, that makes I went. Sense. To, I went to film school. Okay, so and, what happened? Um, well, when, when you graduate from film school, you go trucking down to Hollywood with your box. And this was back when we shot eight millimeter, sixteen millimeter, thirty mm-hmm. thirty-two millimeter tape, and like. Use machine it was crazy. I mean, now it's all digital, mm-hmm. but back then it was like hands-on. Mm-hmm. And so, I made fifteen movies wow, in nice. college, nice. different lengths, some animation that I had people help me with, you know, some nature stuff. I went to Humboldt State, and everything was all you know. Mm-hmm. If we're not if we're not smoking it, we're growing it. So, oh my God. Um, when the men are men, the women are too. Sheep run scared. That's hilarious. And so, um, I came. To, I went to Hollywood, and I found out that. Um, you know, everybody's Francis Ford Coppola that just gets out of film school. Everybody's, right, right. you know. Uh, and so after, like, pounding the pavement forever, mm-hmm. probably about a year, um, a friend of my wife's who taught in Garden Grove at the time said, man, you should become a substitute teacher. They pay 100 bucks a day. You can work when you want. Right. I'm like, huh, cool. So I became a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget my kid's name. He was a Vietnamese student. This was, like, after the second influx of all the Vietnamese mm-hmm. that came into Garden Grove. Yeah. Which is now God and Wolf. Sorry. Whatever. Okay. We're a comedy podcast. Um, so, no, bite me. Go somewhere else. Go to poetry right. reading right. podcast. If you want to last, go listen to Trump talk. <laughs> anyway, um, and so the kid's Trump name was this kid's name was um Nguyen Pham, mm-hmm. and this was a ESL English second language right. class, and they were teaching them the forms of beat as and was mm-hmm. where beat and so the teacher gave me all these like, worksheets for these kids because mm-hmm. they're like second level two, level three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she gave me enough of these. They're in block schedules. So it was like a 90 minute class. And right. she gave me enough of these kids to like keep me busy for a week. Mm-hmm. And this kid like just whipped through all this stuff. And I'm correcting him, you know, because she gave me the key. And I'm like, man, this kid's doing really well. Mm-hmm. So eventually he's like, teacher, sir, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You okay? Yeah, the water just leaked okay. through. Okay. Okay. Right, well, shit, you, I, did I, you pee your pants? No, my depends just broke. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, I wasn't my depends. That's my liquid cocaine. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. And so he goes, Mr. Teacher, man, I'm all finished. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, wow. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? So I put down a piece of paper. And I said, okay, start writing sentences. Here's, mm-hmm. here's the subject. Now you're going to use the verb. And I'm like, just write you know, three, three word sentences, four word sentences. And he just like, kept doing them. We were talking about it. And after about 10 minutes, he goes, thank you. What? He goes, thank you. I understand. I go, wow. Okay. And then at the end, bye, Mr. Teacher, sir. Bye, Ann. I mean, 
And I went home, and here's the crazy thing. Yeah. I always hated people in suits, you know, business suits. It's like stuck-up assholes, yeah, yeah. right? Get overpaid for, like, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm the president of a cookie company. I make $60 billion, but half my employees starve. Anyway, and so I used to make fun of people like that. I'm going to do that. And after, after, um, before, well, before I became a teacher, I had actually passed the LSAT. Mm. And was accepted to USC law school, oh, nice. and I was going to become I was going to become so, a, I was going to become a public defender. Basically, I was going to okay. sue everybody that was rich. That's what I wanted to do. Okay. And I was accepted, bought all my books and everything, mm-hmm. went back to our apartment. And after this one day, I looked mm-hmm. at her and said, "You're gonna kill me." And she's like, "What? Well, I'm going to go to school, but I'm not going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a teacher." Okay. And, same skill. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, and so you know, what I tried to do is. I just tried to take the, some of the stuff I learned in building film and creating film and stuff like that and putting it into the writing process. You know, people say, oh, I can't write. Then why are you talking? What? Why are you talking? <laughs> Same damn thing. Right. Writing is nothing more than the words come out of your mouth, you put them on paper. But the, different, the, main, the big difference is inflection and voice. Yeah. Right? That's how you know. You know. So how are you doing today, Lee? Question mark? No, if somebody said that to you, you'd like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Exclamation point, right? <laughs> yeah. I go, but I go, but right. you don't you don't speak that way. I go, but that's the way writing is. Very I true. said, so you know, if you can speak, you can write. Right. What you have to do is when you go to rewrite, you have to read it out loud. Yeah. When you go to edit and revise, you have to right. read it out loud. Why? Your brain has to process the words because mm-hmm. you are the writer of that piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You know hopefully what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, the brain does this really fucking crazy thing called closure. It fills in the information that's not on the page. Just like mm-hmm. it'll fill a circle in, right. the brain will fill in the information in the page. You want to know why? Because right. it's in your head. Right. So there you are reading all of a sudden, wait a minute, this doesn't fit because I left this piece out. I said, and so on the margin, margin mm-hmm. you write in that information. Right. I said, or you write on another piece of paper with like a note telling you where to find this information. I go, mm-hmm. why rewrite the paper 10 times? You need to rewrite and then rewrite it again. I go, you know what you're doing? You're making people in the Amazon really fucking pissed because they're cutting down fucking trees for you to write a bunch of shit that you basically already know everything right. about. If you've done your research and you really are into this topic, mm-hmm. you should be able to be the expert because right. people are waiting for you to be the expert. Mm-hmm. I said, then you take that information and you like put it online and then you sell it. Mm-hmm. So, so, right. so it's, it's, it's all. So that's, yep, that's part, sorry, that's part of the teaching process too, right? I'd say the other part is there is, in my opinion, there is really, yeah, there is really no one way to teach. You know, they almost like some students, they try and cookie cutter and like, you know, fit a round peg in a square hole or whatever the hell that is. Oh, this hole can be square. Probably. Anyway, um, and so, you know, just like the students are different and how they learn and how they produce stuff. People are different in how they teach things. And right. so if you really want to be an effective teacher, mm-hmm. number one, it's okay not to know every fucking little thing about what right. you're teaching. You know, especially nowadays, hey, if I don't know it, yeah, look it look up. It up. Yeah, yeah. First person looks it up, 50 bonus points. Watch the people. You know, how, do you, how do you get the uh, seal to do it and trick? Right. You throw them fish. Um, and then so, you know, so you keep them active. You keep them, you keep them involved. Right? Make, them re- make it relevant. Mm-hmm. Show them you have some interest in them as human beings. Mm-hmm and treat them like human beings, not children, unless they act like children, then you treat them like children. And the other thing is that just be who you are. You'll, if you want it bad enough, you'll find a way to fit in. That's true. 
know? Yeah, you're it, actually giving some good advice. Uh, it, yeah, I'm okay. Michael, thank you. Hey, it's okay. You didn't know I had hair either. It's all right. See, it's funny. No, it's oh, no, no, here's, here's no, here. no, 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 no. You no, want to yeah. hang on? You want to know something really funny? We said that. Okay. So, a really good friend of mine just retired like a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, sorry. My buddy Charlie. And when Charlie retired, um, nobody was really doing anything for him. They were going to do like this little tea thing. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and I was a Charlie, and he was a water polo coach and a football coach. And I, go, I go, do you really want to go to some tea? And he figures out, and they're crumpet. He goes, no, I, go, I said, I said, gather your friends. I said, I'm taking you to a retirement lunch at BJ's, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he and I were the first two people there. So we, we got a table for like 10 people. And okay. he and I were sitting there talking. And he goes, you know, he goes, I don't want to insult you. I go, bitch, and bring it on, man. I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's one of the people that can actually say stuff like that. And I, I don't get offended. He goes, you're one of the smartest fucking people at that school. And I go, shh. <laughs> and he goes, what? And I go, please <laughs> shut the fuck up. And he goes, did I offend you? And I go, no, 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 just shut up. Don't say that. And he goes, why? And I go, man, the last thing I want people to know is that I have a brain. Because if I have a brain, that means I think. And if I think, that means I know. And if I know, they're going to put me on some fucking committee. And I don't want to run okay, the fucking committee. That makes sense. That yeah, makes and he started sense. laughing. Okay. And he goes, he goes, no, no, he goes, that's the other thing. He goes, whenever somebody pays you a compliment, you always kind of blow it off. I go, I go you know what? I go, I'm flattered that you think I'm like one of the smartest people on that mm-hmm. campus. You know? I go, I'm street smart because I, mm-hmm. I basically dealt with a lot of shit when I was young. I'm book smart because mm-hmm. my friends used to make fun of me because while they were carrying cigarettes, I was carrying magazines and newspapers oh, and, and, and paperback books. In my, oh, okay. I read the whole, the whole complete um, composite of Sherlock Holmes when I was in the sixth grade. Wow. I started reading Shakespeare in the seventh grade. Just found it interesting. Yeah, I just found it interesting. But yeah, he's like, <laughs> it's like it's the same thing with like the David kids. So how long has he been doing this act? <laughs> Shut up, man. What? Shut up. I don't want to ruin what I'm doing. Because oh. hey, if they pay attention, I can win. Yeah, that's awesome. So how do you set the tone for the first day? Like what advice do you have people? Um, some some you know what I mean? Like some teachers are super strict yeah. and then like days after well, they're I, really I usually chill. tell them that on the first day I usually tell them on the first day of school. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to listen to me lecture and talk about the class and everything. Right? You're going to hear me talk probably the longest you'll ever hear me talk. Okay. I said, tomorrow when you're here, if I'm longer than 10 minutes, you can start clapping. I go, and I'll sit down and shut the fuck up. I go, because after 10 minutes, it's wah, wah, wah. It goes into right. Charlie Brown mode anyway. You know, and they're all like laughing. At me. And so, you know, that's like, and I usually kept it like that because, mm-hmm. like I said, you got to keep them active. If you're sitting there talking, who are you teaching? Right. Yourself or them? Who are you doing it for? Yourself or them? Right. Like I said, make it relevant. Mm-hmm. If they don't see the relevancy in it, it's like it's like all these standardized tests. Mm-hmm. Right. A person's motivation. Okay, <laughs> another story. So I was teaching this one senior, and he was an honors class, but he and the teacher butted heads. But then again, I didn't like the bitch either, so I could understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came to my class, and he wasn't doing anything. I was senior-itis and this and that. And he was carrying an F from the first semester. And it's like, dude, you got to pick this kid up. F-A, they combine them. You're getting a D, you graduate. F-F. And you know what F means, right? You fucking failure. You know, and so his mom <clears throat> asked me at a student-parent-teacher meeting, you know, what I'm doing to motivate him. And so I go, excuse me? She goes, what are you doing to motivate my son to make him want to work? And I go, okay. I go, excuse me, sir. I go, Andy. And he looked at me and I said, can I ask you a couple of stupid questions? And he knew. And as soon as I say stupid questions, it's going to be something good. Right. And he goes, okay. And I go, how old are you? And he goes, what? I go, how old are you? He goes, 
I'll be 18 in like two months. I said, mm, almost 18. I said, so in the morning, your mom wakes you up, right? Oh, no, man, I got an alarm clock and I get myself up. I said, and your mom like, picks your clothes out, right? Make sure that you, you, know, you, you match. And I, no, 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 I get my own clothes out. Oh, okay. I said, so, so then your mom, like, you know, you, there's a, a giant buffet breakfast and she like, cuts all your meat and make the help. No, no, man, I do that myself. Does she pack your lunch for you? I'm just curious. I mean, not, not yeah, bad if she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, no, I even do that. I said, and you get here. How do you get here? Oh, I drive. Oh, so your mom doesn't drive you. He goes, no. I turned and looked at mom and said, seems motivated enough to me. <laughs> and she goes, well, that's not really. I said, okay. I go, here you go. I mean, this, this is how old this was. Mm-hmm. I said, I go, I go, can I take your son on a field trip? And she goes, a field trip? I said, yeah, I'm going to take him to the Santa Ana River. Then. And then I'm, and then I'm and, well, hang on. And then I'm going to take him to the city, the town square, the governmental square in the, okay. in the center of Santa Ana. And the mom looked at me too. And she goes, what? And I said, well, if you drive down Interstate 5, yeah. right by Anaheim Stadium, I said, there's probably about three quarters of maybe half a mile to three quarters of a mile of homeless people. Mm-hmm. Right. I go, and then you go to the Civic Square in Santa, downtown Santa Ana, that was a court building. The park in the middle of that, mm-hmm. the square, homeless people, mm-hmm. all kinds of homeless people, crazy people, drug out people, veterans, people who lost everything. Mm-hmm. I said, what's your motivation? That's your motivation. That's good. I said, I hate to say this. Yeah. This was after 9-11. This was right after 9-11. I said, I hate to say this, but 9-11, I said, when that happened, Everything changed in this country. People just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They don't care if they hurt your feelings. They don't care if they rip you off. They don't care if you don't eat. They don't care if you don't sleep. They don't care if you don't have medical. They don't give a shit about you. You are a number. You're a number. I'm a number. We're all get, can all be replaced. You know, factory jobs. Hey, I can send that job to Thailand and pay that person a nickel a week, and they're happy to have a job. No medical. No dental. No retirement. No vacation. No nothing. You think I'm going to pay you 15 bucks an hour to make a fucking widget when I can pay them five cents a week and the widget sells for $10? Yeah, you know how much money I'm making? That's true. Like a man used to make, used to take 15, 20 people to build a car mm-hmm. on his Sunday line. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you do is put doors on all day, but right. that is a solid job. You know how many people that, you know how many people actually touch a car nowadays when it's built? About a handful. Yeah, Where do those jobs go? Man, they all went to machines and shit like that. They're not getting rid of those machines to bring you back because the machine runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Christmas, Thanksgiving, right? What you got to do is you got to make yourself indispensable that they need you to fix that machine. That's so good. You're a good storyteller, Mark. You're uh-huh. like, you are really good at this. It's, so, it's, yeah, I appreciate it. I got, I got, yeah. I got. He definitely changed his life. I'll tell you, I can tell you, I have a million stories. Um, we can do a part okay, two. Wait, are you okay but, with the time? Oh, oh no, no, You're okay fine. with the time? Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you what time is it. So, I get less than it for Yeah, we're fine, good, but, we're good. Yeah, we're yeah good. I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. okay. So, like, what, what, what are your, like, standout high school jokes? That you find funny. Okay. So, okay. One of my, one of my favorite jokes was every time Christmas, it's perfect time of year, Christmas is coming around. Yeah. Like, oh man, we're probably not going to have that Christmas pageant. We never have the Christmas pageant. Some kid will go, what? Yeah, man. Every year they try to plan a Christmas pageant here, but shit, they can't find three wise men or a virgin. <laughs> oh, that's funny. His, Hispanic school yeah, or like every other, every so, other girl's pregnant. So, <laughs> what? It's like Whatever, I said. It's, it's, a like, it's like it's like it's like yeah. It's like, it's like I said. You can always tell. Can't you can, take it. Like I said, you can, always, you can always tell how good the food is in a cafeteria. How many seagulls and ravens there are. If they ain't eating that shit, nobody's eating that shit. If they're eating it, it must be okay. All right. So um. <laughs> oh, All right. there you go. Okay. Besides, this is I just thought of this too. <laughs> Besides the trash thing, okay. right? Where the 
if you had no, a trash can, okay, if you had the trash can, remember I was telling the story earlier, right? Because I, I watched kids like hit the side of this trash can thing, you know, the trash. I mean, a foot away. I mean, all you had to do was like open your hand and they'd move it the other way. It's like, anyway, the other thing that always cracked me up was, oh, this, God, this used to disgust me. They'd be saying, okay, you guys can listen to music while you're working. Mm-hmm. So this was before earbuds. This is when you actually had to, children, believe it or not, phones used to be hooked up to the wall and you could only move as far as the cord would take you. If you took the phone off the wall, it didn't fucking work. My daughter, what's that? She was like six, pointing at the, because I still have a landline. Mm-hmm. That's a phone. No, dad, this is a phone. <laughs> it's like, no, they used to be hooked to the wall. <laughs> you used to have only four channels of TV, all black and white, nothing at midnight. Anyway. We rode dinosaurs down to the beach. Um, and so, oh, anyway, yeah. So, oh, here you go. Another, just thought of another thing that disgusted me. Anyway, so they would share their earbuds. Oh, you want to hear this? And they actually, I know. And I, the first time I saw them, I'm like, what the hell? So I went, time out, time out. So I walked over to two girls. I said, do you use her toothbrush? Well, that's sick. Do you use her hairbrush? No, that's it. So I'm not going to ask you if you guys share lingerie. I can only imagine, but I'm not going to ask. Oh, God, I thank God I didn't say that. I'm sorry if I insulted any guy in here who wears lingerie. But I actually do, and it feels really good. Anyway, can you see why yeah, I, yeah, I get in trouble sometimes? No, but you're oh. hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, okay, yeah, so anyway yeah. they're like, that's disgusting. I said, but you're going to take something you shove in your ear with all this wax and crap and goop it out, and then you're going to let somebody else shove it in their ear? I go, shit, you might as well just spit up their nostrils. <laughs> so that grossed me out. The other thing is, and I've never been in a girl's bathroom, but I hear they're disgusting. How bad are girls' bathrooms? It's pretty bad. Are they? Yeah. Can't be half as bad as guys' bathrooms. Cannot be. And my favorite always was when guys would come back in the bathroom bitching and screaming that, man, somebody peed on the floor. Man, somebody shit in the sink. Man, somebody peed on the ceiling. Man, somebody peed on the... How do you pee on the ceiling? I, you know what? I really don't want to know. Okay. And it's like, it's like, wait a minute. You guys pee on this. What the hell is wrong with you? I said, man, this is disgusting. Wow. I know. Um, it's like, I, said, uh, I, I go, it's so funny. I said, well, here's the funny thing. I go, I go well, you guys don't understand. You're the ones that are doing it. It's not like I'm walking down the hall and, hey, ooh, they're going to shit in the sink in the bathroom. It was one of your classmates. One of your classmates actually had that thought passed in their head and thought it was funny. Yeah. Wow. I go, so instead of getting pissed off at us and pissed off that everything's broken, why are you pissed off at the people that are breaking the shit? That's true. I go, wow. because, that's incredible. I go because the people yeah. that are fucking over is you. They fucking mm-hmm. over. That's, so, that's why I have this really nice laptop that I bought. You know, that's why I have my own iPad. Why? Because mm-hmm. I can afford it and it's mine. Mm-hmm. No, you ain't touching it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, the ones in the class are broken. That ain't my fucking problem. That ain't my fucking problem. I didn't go Love over there it. with a hammer and smash them. You hear it here first, folks. It's you, you, it's, you're a really good storyteller. Like, like you might end up doing a part two. It's like I said. The, right, <laughs> um, the problem with kids, parents don't want your parents. Yeah. Huh? Boom, my, mic drop, my, my, mic drop. Yeah. Yep. I mean, oh, it's true. Yeah, I know. You want to hear, hear a real crazy story? Okay. I could not believe this. So anyway, this girl, uh, for 20 or 27 years, I coached golf, boys and girls golf. And I had this one girl on my team who was a pretty good golfer, but mm-hmm. she was like me, she, like she was a rebel, but we got along. Right. So one day, her mom, who was really sweet, was taking night classes because her mom wanted to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so one day at practice, the girl looks at me, she asks me what day it is. And, oh, you know, it's the, this is the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Right? And she goes, no, 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 Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And in my brain, oh, that reminds me of another story. Mm-hmm. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and I go, oh, it's Wednesday. 
Oh, good. Hooray, it's Wednesday, hump day or whatever. Well, my mom won't be home tonight. She's in school. That means my dad's friends are going to come over and I'm gonna smoke a bunch of weed and drink a bottle. Seriously. And I go, what? Yeah, my dad wants a week with me party with all his friends, all his guy friends. Wow. And, I go, and I go, your dad's an asshole. You can't say that. I go, is he coming to pick you up tonight? She goes, yeah. And I go, watch. And I walked up to him and I go, we need to talk. What? 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 I go, true, not true. Don't know. Don't really fucking care. Not my kid, not my fault, not my problem. I said, but if shit hits the fan, I'm moving out of the way. I'm turning the fan up onto high and I'm watching you get hit. I said, I just want you to like be from. Oh, okay. okay. So, so, you're going to love this. So, so one of the stories I, I, I taught every once in a while was Great Gatsby. You know, what happens when people that don't deserve wealth get wealth? You know, and there are tiers of wealth and how basically people mistreat people that don't have any money because they think they're way below them when you find out the people with no money actually have all the class and the people with all the money are fucking idiots. That's the idea behind Great Gatsby. It's a love story, but the background is you can't, here, yeah, you can't buy you can't, you, can't, you can't buy class, you can't buy brains, you know, and the people with usually the less have the biggest hearts in are the nice people. Anyway, so they were writing that I had them pick careers that they wanted to do. This is a junior class. And this one girl picked clothes designing. She was gonna she had to she had to research everything about clothes designing that she could find, right? And then find two, three schools that she might want to apply to. Yeah, you gotta make it relevant, you know, and and how how the how the I said if I figure out something with like history. You know, or, you know, art, how, how the changes in art have changed the way that the clothing was seen and how it was done in the 1920s. That's when the story was set. So I had all these books set off to the side by the librarian. And so this was in sixth period class. And so she comes and she uses this book. Right. And she goes, she goes, I want to check the book out. And I go, well, you can't check the book out. And she goes, why not? And I said, because there's only so many set books and there's only so many fashion books. And if you take them, the other people that are writing about this can't do it. She goes, well, how am I going to get information? I said, well, do you have the name of the book? Yeah. Do you have the name of the author? Yeah. Do you have the publisher and all that stuff? Yeah. For the um, bibliography. And I go, well, then you can go to any library and find right, it. Right, right. And she goes, any library? And I go, well, if they have the book, it'll be there. I go, well, you can go to Chapman University. I said, you go to the Orange Library. Yeah, I said, right. I said, hell, if you were in New York, you could find it there. I swear. <clears throat> I almost died laughing. The librarian looked at me. She's like, what? You mean I might have to go to New York to find this book? Oh, my God. I go, no. Uh, they probably, and this was before they had the, the internet where you could right, go right, right, okay. And I go, no, you could probably go to, like, the local, one of the two local yeah, ones. Yeah. But she watched, okay. And she, like, walked off, and the, the librarian, Karen, looked at me, and I go, not my child. Oh, man. I go, that's not my DNA's You're fault, right? you know? So what advice would you, what would you, before we close off, right. like, any advice, any words of advice okay to new teachers well, the new teacher any, any advice any any advice any advice advice to anyone anyone right follow your gut your brain will lie it doesn't mean to but your brain's there to protect you right hopefully or in other times make be there to con you into doing something yeah, yeah, yeah. but of all those times when you've done something and it blew up in your face and you're smashing yourself in the face with your forehead, ah, oh, man, I'm a fucking idiot. Why did I do that? Somewhere before you did that, you had that feeling in your gut. This ain't fucking good. This ain't gonna fucking blow up. I can feel it. Listen to that. Listen to people. I'd say that. Listen to your own gut instinct. Learn to love and trust yourself. Right? You don't need people to give you likes to tell you how important you are. Man, that's you don't. Deep. That's the. You don't. That's a quote especially, right especially, there. especially when, hell, like I said, I got like I, I had like 200 Facebook friends. I don't even. I'm not even on Facebook anymore. I closed my page. But people have thousands of friends. Have you ever met these people face to face? No. 
you know, they're not your friends. You don't fucking know. Exactly. I said, and even even with that, you probably have as many true friends as you have fingers on one hand. Yeah. Four. True. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is an acquaintance. Right. Really. Yeah. yeah I know for people. Sure, for sure. I talk to people. Mm-hmm. I'm friendly with people. Mm-hmm. They don't know everything about me, mm-hmm. and I'm not telling them. Right. But there are a handful of people in my life that I can tell anything to. I can say anything, and they understand. And right. they'll be. They can be. Truly, totally, completely honest. I mean, I've had the same five people been with me hell, since I started dating my wife back in 1981. But and she's one of them. But through the shit. I mean, now it's, it's, it's like I said before. When people and students say, "Oh man, I want to be my dad." No, you don't. Oh, you're my role model. Aim higher. Raise your shit. shit. You got to get your standards out of the gutters and rate them higher, man. I'm your, I'm, I'm, I'm your role model. Yeah. You might as well pick Charles Manson, Sirhan, Sirhan, you know, O.J. Simpson. Jeez, you know, at least oh, he drove so a white car. You're so crazy. Huh? And he should have been, he should have been tried in Santa Monica, not downtown. Those black, no offense, black people, but you in South Central have nothing in common with Orenthiel James Simpson. He is a rich black guy who lives in a rich white town. He should have been tried by white people. And then, well, I almost said, and then lynched. Thank God I didn't. Awesome. Thank you for being a guest on this, Mark. I uh, appreciate it. Um, thank you, you so quick, much for everyone listening. It's cool. Uh, but hey, are you leaving? Oh, okay. Yeah, so go. thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you, Mark, for your well, time. I appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. and I'll listen, ne- listen to... the next time. Yeah, for I'm look, sure. I'm looking forward to seeing you this Tuesday. Yeah. My wife's coming.